instructions. Very important, do not listen to this podcast anywhere other than sitting at home in a chair. If you're trying to do anything, walk, run, drive, operate heavy machinery, the drumming and the meditative or hypnotic qualities of this podcast will be dangerous. So only listen to this when you're at home sitting in a chair. So today's show is about actually getting ready to do a shamanic ceremony, how to ground and open yourself to spirit. And then we'll be doing a kind of guided visualization using shamanic techniques. It's long, so I've divided it into two sections that you can download separately. Hi. This is Andrew Wayfinder, psychotherapist, life purpose coach, and soul healer in Chelsea, London. You're listening to The Way of the Awakened Soul podcast, a show about finding your soul's purpose and how to use science, psyche, and spirit to guide and follow your true path in life. Tune in weekly for inspiring stories, cutting-edge science, and ideas, along with spirit healing and guidance sessions. Join the show at thewayoftheawakensoul.com to have your questions answered on the air and win a free healing or divination session for yourself. Now, let's get started. So, as I said, the drum is doing the work. The drum is going to synchronize and allow your brain to do certain things. This is sort of like half a journey. You are going to be in a somewhat altered state, but instead of using your imagination and intentions to go to a place and see what happens, you're going to do a a very similar thing, is I will be just narrating kind of an archetypal pattern. The story and you will follow the instructions go on so it's, it's like a guided visualization except that the drumming takes it to another level as i said so this visualization is is like half a journey it works with archetypal archetypes and patterns from celtic and other mythic sources it comes from the greenwood tarot which is currently out of print okay so you, you might have actually used this in the past or, well, i've used the cards yeah i never did a visualization with them but i love the cards yeah well, well there is actually a visualization in the book Oh, yeah, I remember now. Yeah. Okay. So I never did it then. This can be used with the drumming to tap into your inner guidance and discover deep subconscious truths and answers and superconscious. And, and, you know, that is, if we want to put this, you know, what we're doing in a kind of Western scientific frame, you know, if I was talking to a psychiatrist or, you know, therapist friend of mine, I would say basically we are using frequencies to entrain the brain to a theta frequency of four to seven cycles a second. And that creates a form of relaxed attention that allows people very direct access to the sub and superconscious mind that allows you to do the kind of emotional investigation and healing work at anywhere between 10 and 20 times faster than trying to get at it through talk therapy and more conscious methods. So find a comfortable spot to sit or lie down in and relax. Close your eyes, cover yourself and settle down into your chin. Breathing normally, let your mind sort of be free of clutter and thoughts. Breathe normally and relax. Clear your mind of clutter and thoughts. Just let them go. If there is a particular problem or question on your mind, imagine symbolically wrapping it up as a bundle or a parcel and putting it on your belt or over your shoulder. Close your eyes and breathe in and out easily and naturally. With each breath, 
imagine yourself taking a walk, putting one foot in front of the other, again and again, and leaving where you are now. Imagine you are walking on a well-defined track towards a rich, deep, green forest. As you enter the welcoming cool of the trees, you look around and you see a large ancient oak in a small clearing further along the forest path. You approach this naughty, friendly giant with a sense of safety and comfort. At the base of the tree stands a lone, leafy figure, the ancestor. This figure welcomes you and points to a small doorway in the trunk of the tree. You open this doorway and enter into the heart of the dark, hollow trunk. Stepping in to the depths into its heart. Just settle in there. The ancestor may invite you to look up through the hollow and see the sky. You might feel a need to reach your fingers up, up, up towards the high branches. You might feel the soles of your feet in contact with the tree's roots, becoming like roots themselves as they reach and pierce deep into the rich, moist soil, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Soon you will feel part of the tree you'll feel the leaves breathing in and out and the roots drinking. You'll hear the wind laughing and feel the rich sap rising through your inner being. Soon the ancestor invites you to look at the star. contemplate its light. Maybe a bright light will bathe you from above, or possibly a single brilliant white shaft or laser-like beam will focus on your forehead or your crown. The ancestor will invite you after some time to walk through the forest and you will step from the tree leaving your human body safe, protected and at one with the oak. The ancestor walks deeper and deeper into the forest and the star stays bright and constant in the sky 
for this is the pole star around which all others rotate. It is a reassuring talisman and source of guidance. You may become aware of forest animals nearby, maybe catching glimpses of a stoat, a fox, or a hare. An adder may rustle underfoot. Soon you'll become aware of an archer moving stealthily through the trees, almost hidden from view in the thickly entwined leaves. Without hesitation, she snaps an arrow to the string and shoots it high into the air. You may become aware of the sensation of traveling with the arrow, feeling its rush through the air and seeing the forest below. Or you may watch the arrow arc through the sky and yet still be connected to its flight as you watch it return to earth. The archer smiles at you. She may offer you an arrow as a gift of luck for your journey. Then you notice, not far away, an antlered figure that has been watching you quietly. This is Justice, standing unmoving and serene. No words will be spoken. There is no need. Only your personal secret acknowledgement is required. Now it's time to wander on, and soon within a small, lush, verdant copse, you come across the lovers. Their warmth is all around you, and their emotional magnetism sets your heart glowing. Their very bodies are alive with energy, harmony, and fertility. You may recognize either or both of the lovers, or you may feel something familiar and profound pass between you. But their energy is unbounded and secure, and your soul is warmed in their presence and grace. Behind the lovers, you may see entwined red and white serpents rising from the nearby lake. The air is filled with fiery energies sparking between them, and yet they remained balanced and vital. The air is filled with power, and you breathe in the glowing energy and feel it renewing your spirit. The ancestor beckons and leads you deeper into the forest. And you may hear music and laughter a little further on. Passing through a gateway of entwined leaves and stout branches, you enter a large meadow. As you come through the trees, you see a great table laden with all manner of forest food and fruits. Sitting together at the center of the feast are the green man and green woman, laughing and singing. All manner of forest creatures, spirits and beings, dance and eat their fill, and the air is filled with joy.
woodpeckers flit from tree to tree, and a proud hawk soars overhead. A deer eats the rich grass, and young lynxes wrestle playfully in the sunshine. The royal couple's laughter rings through the glade, and you feel yourself smiling and tapping your foot to a drumbeat that sounds like the heartbeat of the earth herself. You're offered food, drink, and friendship. And the welcome is genuine and overwhelming. You may stay a while and feel relaxed and at home. But soon you will know it is time to travel on. As you bid your farewell to the court of the forest, the tune rings in your ears and the laughter echoes in your soul's memory. Then a blinding flash of summer lightning scorches the sky and you see the flaming form of the blasted oak and the fiery body of the hanged man. His hair is blazing with flame. His skin jets fire. But his expression is calm and patient. And his stance is controlled and stoical. Then you hear the low, quiet roar of a powerful creature in the distance. And notice a figure clad in a lion's skin holding a spear. This is strength. War does not come from the figure, but from the depths of the earth herself. It seems to fill and pervade the very air, and reverberates within your chest and being. The presence of strength is monumental, cosmic, and you feel their hidden power behind their steady gaze. As you wander on, the sky turns to the color of an angry sea where dark purple clouds heave restlessly. Soon you behold the forest lake, and rising from the lake is the serpentine figure of reflection. She bids you step into the boat that is tethered to the shore and you move with the current toward the island in the lake. There you see the cloak of fate hanging on the loom, rich with color and texture. This cloak is for you. Take it and put it on. Then return to the shoreline, thank Reflection for her kindness, and travel on. Then you may be surprised by a daunting figure leaping from the bushes, or dropping with a flourish from a tree.
stay calm and open. This remarkable shapeshifter is the guardian. There is no need to fear them. They mean no harm. For they are also a wise, if enigmatic, guardian of your journey. The guardian may point out, with a sardonic smile, the raven watching from afar, or the white bones and flesh of carrion. They may challenge you playfully with riddles, or test your resolve with dark jests, but keep your nerve. Look for the light that glows gently in the darkness, a little way down the path, and up a small hill, and soon you will see the hermit. Bid the guardian farewell, and walk steadily towards the hermit's lamp. The fleeting shadow of wolves may flicker through the trees, and a golden crest may dart into the high branches. But as you approach the dim yellow lamplight, you will feel the eyes of a great white bear watching you from a small barrier mound some ways off. Take a moment to meet judgment's piercing gaze and pay silent respect to the sleepers who rest in that quiet earth. Then you will realize you are looking back at the great oak and the hermit showing you the way back into the hollow trunk of the world tree. Within a cave sit a shaman and a seer. Both may be silent. You may ask questions of both of them if you wish, and they may answer. Or you may sit silently, and they will show you the timeless mysteries of the moon rising or the sun setting. Your relationship with the shaman and the seer is very personal, unique to you, and needs to be nurtured to become intimate. Take some time here to contemplate and be still. up once more into the high branches of the world tree and feel the wind rushing through the leaves and the small birds making their homes within the entwined limbs. It's 
soles of your feet become one with the deep, dark roots that burrow far into the moist, rich soil and anchor the world tree to the heart of the universe. Now it is time to return. Give a salute of thanks to your guide, whomever it may have been, whatever form they may have taken. And acknowledge the changes that may have taken place, or the insights and wisdom you may have glimpsed. Take a look inside your pouch or bag, and see if your problem is the same, or the question still troubles you. For you may find that you already have the answer. Then, retracing your steps, one by one, walk down the path, out of the woods, and return to this time and to this place. Breathe into your body, and feel yourself coming back into the here and now. And once you're back, once you can feel yourself in your body, open your eyes, sit, or get up. Recollect and record your experience. Move around, take a drink of water. Welcome home. Open your eyes, sit, or get up, and say, I'm back. I'm back, but I don't want to be. I'd like to stay there. <laughs> well, you can do that anytime you need to. Thank you. Yeah, it was wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, just let it, just take a moment, just let it settle in. Okay. A tiny frozen of journeying and spirits, and then we close the ceremony by basically just spirits, our work is done, and we thank you for your guidance, for your help, for everything we've learned and done just now. You're free to stay or leave at your own time and at your own convenience, but we're done, and we thank you. Goodbye. And then I blow the candle out. So within the journey itself, you have the intention, which was to take the Greenwood Walk. And then you start the drumming and you close your eye, kind of use your imagination to do the journey. And then things happen in the journey. You know, it becomes, you know, you're sort of doing it, but then it starts to take on a life of its own. And then you return and you close the journey. So within the journey itself, you have the intention, which was to take the Greenwood Walk, and then you start the drumming, and you close your eye, kind of use your imagination to do the journey, and then things happen in the journey. You know, it becomes, you know, you're sort of doing it, but then it starts to take on a life of its own. And then you return, and you close the journey. You know, we, we have the opening ceremony, we have the journey, and then we have the close, that's the big pattern. And then in any given journey, you have sort of stating the intention, using your imagination, mystery, imagination, journey, and then returning back to consciousness and willfulness in this, this time and place. Because, you know, the, the heart of being a shaman is to have a foot in both worlds, to be able to, part of you never leaves the room. Part of you is still very aware of the body. I mean, you know, if a fire alarm went off or what have you, you would get up and leave the room. And that same part of you is sort of witnessing and going along for the ride, while another part of you has actually left the body, left the room, and is off doing these things. And it may or may not be the experience when you first get started. Again, everybody's experience is completely unique and personal, but it's not just happening in your imagination. You know, you'll, you'll come back from journeys where you have been 
walking on stuff and feeling it. You've been eating stuff and tasting it. You've been smelling and hearing. And, you know, it's a full body, multidimensional experience. So that was today's show, a two-barreled event. Next week, we're going to look more at how to do this kind of work for yourself with a kind of online group format for those who are interested and to talk a little bit more about the nature of sort of shamanic initiation or shamanism as a spiritual awakening and development practice. So great to talk to you today and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. This was The Way of the Awakened Soul with Andrew Wayfinder. I hope you enjoyed the show and you're inspired to go live your life of meaning and purpose. Please leave a review on iTunes and make sure to go to thewayoftheawakensoul.com to get your questions answered on the show and win a free healing or divination session for yourself. Thanks and goodbye.